Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Why is it already advertising to me? It wants me to pre-order it that bad? Comes out November 19th. Pre-order now. Like, dude, I'll get it. Don't you worry. Every time I go to just go to record, you got to strike up a conversation. Nah, just cut this out. Just cut it out. Welcome to Panda Talks. I'm Panda. And I'm Brady. You feeling better in between the, the week? No. <laughs> Are you going to be more talkative this episode or no? Nah? We'll see. My throat's kind of iffy. Iffy. That's all right. We'll we'll do it. What do you want to talk about this week, Brady? What happened this week? We didn't really. Our daughter started t ball. That was really fun. That was fun. That nice was adorable. T-ball. She's so cute. Well, it's funny because she's not good at playing. She takes after me. She's actually pretty good. She did. She did okay. Well, all I've really trained with her is how to catch a ball and how to hit. I'm like, crap. I've never taught her how to run the bases. I've never. Because we just, like, put the ball on the tee, she hits it. Put the ball on the tee, she hits it. Put the ball on the tee, she hits it. And I'm like, crap, I've never had her run the bases. So I just kind of like, okay, run to that thing over there. Because it's kind of like, make it say run to that base. But she doesn't know what a base is, you know? Yeah, no. I'm like, run to that white thing over there. Run to the next white thing. But the hard thing is, is the kids would always be standing on the bases. So she's like... Well, do I, can I stand on it too? And I'm like, they're not supposed to be standing on it. <laughs> That's not your fault. But, you know, it was fun to watch her have a little, a little playtime. I sent you the list of um, questions. Will you please send that to Tyler? Tyler, you heard it here first. If you didn't get it, it's because I don't have your number. Anyways. Um... <clears throat> yeah. She was really cute. What else? I feel like it's a busy week, but I don't know what we did. We went camping. Kind of. With oh, my yeah. Parents. We went up. We talked about that last week. But we just went up to Schofield and hung out. I guess that was pretty much it. Oh, sorry. Um, I literally cleaned all freaking day today because my house was disgusting. And so I am exhausted (laughs) but yeah i don't know let's like look up some celebrities who are some good celebrities we could look up any celebrities come to mind i've been listening to a lot of politic uh podcasts recently so like bill bill clinton and george w bush and (laughs) nixon are all coming to mind uh yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really thinking about it as you were talking about. It. I was like, uh, should I think about it? But then I was like, mm, I don't know who. Who I would think about? Who, who's your? Who are your favorite celebrities? Let's let's do that. Who are your favorite celebrities? It's kind of hard because I feel like <clears throat> to be a celebrity or like a president is a word a wood archetype because you're, you know, that trailblazer. Yeah. Going out. And accomplishing something. Not to say that the other ones can do that, but that's just more of a wood personality. I guess one person that I really like is Jack Black. I feel like he would be a fire. Because he's always... Wherever he's at, you know it's him. You know? Yeah. So... Who does have a fiery personality? But some of them are kind of hard. Because I'm like, well... A lot of people I don't know, like a lot of my favorite people are people who kind of keep to themselves. So I guess maybe they would be water because you don't really see their, you don't see them in headlines too often. You just kind of see them in movies. Well, like every of my favorite um, celebrities I'm thinking of, I'm just like, they're wood, they're wood, they're wood. And that's kind of boring. So, because like I said, I feel like if you're going to be in the spotlight like that, that is more wood. Yeah. So should we do, like, characters? We don't even have to do this. I just don't know what we're going to talk about. I think we're both 
smashed. <laughs> we we did beat Crash Bandicoot three. Oh yeah, we need to play that for your channel. So funny story. Um, my time with my birth father, a lot of it was spent playing video games, and Crash Bandicoot was one of my favorites. So when they did the Insane Trilogy and remastered it and re-released it, I told Brady that's what I want. He got it for me for Mother's Day. Thank you, Brady. Um, and I was just, like, playing it because I was like, I think we played the third one. We played the third one, so let's play the third one because it's my favorite growing up. And as I'm playing it, I'm like, I feel like these games are from number two. What the heck is going on? This is so weird. And I even kept saying the name of the game I played, and it was not <clears throat> matching up with the game we were playing. Yeah. So I'm like, is this the right game? And Brady would be like, time warped? And I'm like, the Wrath of Cortex. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know why it wasn't until like... Uh, well, like what we looked it up or something I can't remember because I I'd watched a, I had to watch a walkthrough to get a specific time trial onk and so that showed up on my on my search history or whatever and then it started showing us like, other walkthroughs well it was like oh watch this speed run of this game that you just looked up one level of what and then it just happened to pop up like a thumbnail of the Wrath of Cortex, and you're like, that's it, that's the one, that's the one. And then I was like, oh, this one's the Wrath of Cortex. And you're like, yeah, but if I remember anything from the Wrath of Cortex, it was very, we'll call it the hub, where you pick your level you're going to, is very similar. You're it's like, like exactly the same, and I think that's why, and, and then like the the beginning cutscene of three of time of Warped and Wrath of Cortex is almost, it's very similar, it's like, they're all chilling at home, and then... Yeah, so... I don't know. And, like, then I remember the funny characters, like, the time guy, mm -hmm. and the kid I called Dexter. Girl. I don't know any of their names, because I was a kid, so I gave them my own names. But, um... So when I was seeing their faces pop up, and that's who we're fighting, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is right, but I had forgotten that you're actually fighting Crunch, I think his name is, and all the elemental masks... I don't know, but it was funny because just like so much nostalgia and, and good nostalgia at that, like playing with my birth father and stepmother and we all took turns and I, it's kind of like what we did, me and you, with our daughter now, mm -hmm. where we play and then we let her kind of dink around for like, you know, a minute and then she gives it back and she just wants to do this, the exact same levels. I <clears> love <throat> doing it. I don't know what age I was. Yeah. But it's the ones where you ride the tiger because I loved tigers they were my favorite animals for like ever so i always just want to do the tiger one and mm -hmm. so yeah it's just funny <laughs> that's all our daughter wants to do is the tiger one yeah but it's just funny like looking back or not looking back but just like recently how i'm like i such nostalgia and i'm like i recognize this but i feel like this was number two because i remember like my stepmom reading like she had to go onto the internet and print out a walkthrough and, like, was reading it to my birth dad and, like, had to find the secret levels that way. And now we just, like, get on our phones and, like, play yeah. a video. Like, uh, like minimal effort. Like, they, like, literally had to, like, do things to get levels back then. And, and it was great. It was great nostalgia. And I'm enjoying. We're playing the second game now. And it's... I remember playing this one as well with them. So it's, like... It's pretty great. I don't know. It's good yeah. nostalgia. Good nostalgia. Well, I was going to tell you, so I've been looking for some CDs that I don't know where they are, like just CDs that I haven't heard in a while, because I'm trying to put all my stuff on my computer to put on my phone or whatever. Um, so I was looking through this box that I have in storage that's just all my crap that was like in our bedroom at one point, and so I'm like, oh, maybe it's in there, and so I popped it open and was like digging through the box, and then in the very bottom I found... My old cheat folder that I was telling you about the other day. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we used to, me and McCade would get on the internet. We'd find whatever cheats we needed, which a lot of them weren't cheats. A lot of them were like, because we played it. We played, played a shitload of, of Mortal Kombat. And so it was like, okay, 
here's all their moveset. Because like now you play Mortal Kombat, you pause it, and their moveset's right there. But back in the day, when you pause it, it just paused. The screen just went dark. Um, so we, we had to have all the codes for like their special attacks, their fatalities. Um, it showed you how to do combos, because back in the day they had specific combos you could do. Like nowadays you can just kind of make up your own combos. But, so we had all of these, and then we had them for different games too. And some of them were cheats, some of them were like, okay, well we're going to throw like, like we had a Mortal Kombat trilogy for the PlayStation, and if you went into the start menu, and I think you held like the four top buttons, and then it was like either select or start or one of them, it unlocked like a cheat menu, and then you could, it would basically like make it so like, you couldn't get hurt or whatever, and then you'd go through and just beat the game super easy. Um, you'd have, like, one-button fatality, so you wouldn't have to do the whole... I'm going to push in all the buttons. It's like, you beat the guy, and then you push square. And then as long as you met the criteria, because some of them you have to be close to, some of them you have to be, like, far away from, some of them you have to be middle of the screen. Um, so you'd walk up to them, push square, and then it would do their fatality. You didn't have to push in the buttons... Which, nowadays, it's not hard to do, but, I mean, as, like, an 11-year-old kid, I was like, gosh, these are, these are a pain in the butt, and you always panic. Um, as a 29-year-old, that's why I can't <laughs> play Mortal Kombat, because I am the type of gamer that I like mindless button mashing, and that one involves skill and memorization. I remember you were trying to teach me how to play, because you wanted to play it for your channel, and I was like, could literally do three moves, and... Some of those moves were like a fluke, and I'd forget how to do them immediately. <laughs> but, hey, maybe I'm also just getting old and I can't game anymore. Like, that's a possibility. Could be. I mean, so, I just found that. I gotta. I didn't pull it out or anything. It's still sitting there. I gotta pull it out and, like, dig through it and see. But I'm like, man, we have it so easy now, because I literally will just, like, pull out my phone. All right, let's figure out, because the one level we did was, like, this stupid level that I didn't know what you had to do, but then I watched a guy do it, and I was like, that's super easy, but I would have never figured that out. And I just pulled out my phone, but back in the day, we'd have to go get on the internet, start the internet up, make sure nobody was on the phone, you know, because we had dial-up, and it mm. took like 20 minutes just to save some cheats, and I was like, gosh, we got it. we're so spoiled now, but... We really are. I mean... It's not, like, anything crazy to be spoiled about. But at the same time, like, oh, well, you know. Well, just, like, just the walkthroughs alone, like, like, I, uh, playing Silent Hill, and I love that game so much, but it gets kind of, like, so cryptid at some point. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in that game that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, walkthroughs saved <clears throat> my life when I played those games. And that was back in high school. That's when I, like, really, like, got into, like, the, um, the walkthrough. I loved watching people do walkthroughs. That's when it really started for me. So that's 2010, 2011. Then when we got married, I think that's what got us into gaming people on YouTube, gamers on YouTube, because, like... I want to say, was it Minecraft that really got us into it, or what? Like, I don't know how it all started, but just... I yeah. think we just looked up someone playing a walkthrough, or, like, there was a game we wanted to play, but, like, we just looked it up with someone playing it, and, like... It just... Now that's, like, all we... Well, yeah. not anymore, but it's what we used to just constantly watch, was video game players. So I remember watching... I remember watching Minecraft, but then I remember watching... Markiplier play the Slenderman game. <clears throat> did that that didn't start till Cedar City though, did it? Because I feel like what did we watch at the start of our marriage? Just fell compilations. We watched a lot of fell compilations and we watched um, Minecart, Minecraft. Because we were heavily into Minecraft back yeah, in two thousand eleven, and a lot of uh, Lego pirates. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just kind of like started there and then took off and I'm like jeez I mean good for them you know it's because there's yeah there's a lot of games out there that I look at and I'm like I'm never gonna I either yeah. don't want to play this or it doesn't interest me but so like we just watched one 
I can't remember what it was called. We watched Markiplier play one where he's like roaming through a hotel. Oh my gosh. And oh, what was that called? That was a good one, but remember. I'd never play that. That yeah, was, was such like anxiety. The most stressful game. I'm like, dude, I would not want to play this, but it was a fun. Well, what pissed me story, off about that game. game was it was. I just remember getting really frustrated because it got so hard. To the point where, like, you couldn't make progress, which pissed me off. And then at, at some point, I was less scared and just stressed. Because I was just like, you have to walk in the hall and the sky's, like, deranged yeah. maniacs, like, following you around. So, like, you have to, like, tiptoe around and, like, if he catches you, you have to hide in one of the rooms in, like, the closet or the bathroom. And he could catch you. Yeah, if you're not quick enough at hiding, he'll just find you and kill you. Yeah, and if, like, you might think you're safe, but then he's just, like, waiting outside the door, like... Ugh. And then at the end, the end of the game's like, okay, you're you're in the final chapter. You're going to save right here. Yep. And this is the last time you can save. After this point, if you lose the game, you lose the game and have to restart. And I was like, geez, this game has like legit consequences. Like You can't just be like, oh, well, I got to go restart. And I was yeah. Like, it was, I enjoyed watching it, but I, I definitely like couldn't breathe while watching it. I remember, like, watching... I've become such a peeper in my old age. <laughs> I definitely, like, had my shirt pulled up to, like... Basically, my nose was kind of peeking out <laughs> over my shirt because I was just, like, so stressed. Like, I couldn't handle it, but... Well, that's what's funny is, like... I keep thinking I want to get back into, like, watching horror movies. But at the same time, like... I don't know which ones to get back into. Because I'm like... A, I'll always love the Friday the 13th movies. And I love watching, but I only have only have like 3 or 4 Friday the 13th movies. And I'm like, I have a couple Halloween movies, but I'm like, dang, there's a lot of movies in there that I'm like, I would want to watch this, but at the same time I can't watch a lot of them with kids, and I don't really want to like force our 4-year-old to watch like a stressful movie, you know, cuz she's starting to like pick up on things and she'll get like stressed out about stuff I'm like don't worry it's like a, you're watching a TV show why are you worried about this um so I don't know but I don't really want to sit and watch horror movies by myself in the dark at like 2 in the morning because everybody else is asleep and this is the only time I like I get to watch a horror movie and nobody's gonna be getting scared but me but I don't know it's kind of Interesting to think about where you were and where you are now. Because I remember back in the day, we used to watch... We used to always watch every... I think it was just October. We'd just start and watch scary movies like every day throughout the month. And then December, we'd watch Christmas movies every day. Um, and then you picked around a month and we started watching musicals. That lasted half a month. And I wish we could bring back musical month, but you don't like musicals. I don't. It's not that I don't like them. It's just I feel like some of them I just don't get. Yeah. Like there are certain ones because I, I like the producers. And I like. What was your, some of the other ones we watched? Avenue Q. Avenue Q. We oh, watched, Avenue Q is hilarious. Like I didn't hate Hairspray. Like, I'm not going to say it was my favorite. See, the thing is with Hairspray and a lot of musicals, and I would love to do, like, a full episode on musicals, but I don't know if it would necessarily <clears throat> capture your interest, is there's a big difference between musicals and movie musicals. Like, Hairspray the movie is absolute trash. But Hairspray the play, the musical, like, on stage is phenomenal. And I can see what the hype yeah. and, and wonder. That's what we watched, wasn't it? Yeah, because I was like, we're not watching the movie because the movie's garbage. It's stupid. And, like, I don't know. I get that they have to cut out a lot for time, but I'm like... Yeah. I don't know. I wonder why they choose what to pick to cut out. Because some things I'm just like, this is actually, like, takes the movie from stupid to great. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. the certain scenes they cut out. But, yeah... Hairspray the play's great. And the same with, like, um, 
Sweeney Todd the musical, the movie's alright, but the play's definitely better. I guess it's like comparing movies to books. Yeah. You get a lot more. You can make like a seven hour play and everybody's like, well, I mean, it's freaking uh, Hamlet. So what do you expect? Seven hours. That's what you get. But as far as I remember, there's only two musicals that I hated. I don't want to talk about them because it pisses me off every time. I wasn't going to talk about them, but now I should. Because I'm fine with you not liking it, but it's the fact that whenever I bring it up, you're like, I hate that musical. It's like, well, good for you. I know you hate yeah. it. You don't have to remind me you hate it. You can it. watch it without me. I'm not going to... Yeah, I do watch it without you. I'm and not going to hold that against you, but... He's talking about Chicago, and it's fine. You're more than likely to hate it, but I do hate whenever I try to strike up a conversation with anyone, or even just you or myself. You just have to remind me how much you hate it, and it's like, I know you hate it. And I didn't yeah. ask if you'd changed your mind. I know well, you hate it. And that's what's funny is there's characters in there that I totally like. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to ignore these characters and go for the one you don't like. I'm like, all right. What's the other one you hate? Into the Woods. Into the Woods I don't like. I hated that shit. It, it was fine, but it's, I don't know, I just think it drags on all <clears> along <throat> and it's kind of convoluted. I'm not a fan of Into the Woods. I it's was at one point, but... There's a lot of shit that happens in it that I'm like, this just makes no sense. Brady's Why really anti-adultery. He hates cheaters, so that's a big reason he hates both those musicals. Yeah, I hated... Well, I hated Chicago because she was a cheater, and then her husband does everything for her, but then you never hear about him again. It's like, hey, I'm going to... Put all this money for her to get out of jail, and then that's the last you hear of it. I'm like, oh, nice guys finished last. I don't know what to tell you on that. Mm. Did you like something rotten? Yeah, it was all right. Oh, I love something rotten. That I think that's like taking the place of my favorite musical. Honestly, you're in town was pretty good. Oh my gosh, you're in town so great. See, I'm I'm gonna make a controversial statement right here, right now. I don't think Lay Miz is that great. Like everyone puts Lay Miz up on this pedestal of like musical Mm -hmm. i'm like it's average at best like i not i don't hate it but i just i think when i was in high school to whenever the movie came out 2013 i don't know so that big year span couple year span for me was everyone was just so obsessed with like miz that i just kind of like got burnt out with it like it's fine but it's not like like, Something Rotten is, like, so much better. A musical, like, Wicked, I love. I used to love Phantom. I actually kind of want to go back and watch Phantom. I've been wanting to watch that lately. But Phantom was, like, the first musical I ever, like, fell in love with. I remember seeing Cats and thinking, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> um, but now that the movie's out, I really want to take edibles and then watch the movie. I think that would be so great. But, um... <laughs> Hey, you know that scene in Bob's Burgers where Linda and Teddy watch the raccoons and make up like a reality TV show for them or whatever? Yeah. I feel like that's how Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote Cats. Was he just like looking out his window and there's just alley cats out there every night and he just wrote a musical about him. Like, prove me wrong. Come on the show and prove me wrong, Andrew. You're invited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I like... Because I don't, I don't hate musicals, but I feel like all the musicals that are popular are the ones that I don't like. Like, I I would... Do you not like Phantom? I like Phantom. It was fine, but... It's because you like Gerard Butler. But I'm oh. like, I would never... I was so okay with it when you didn't ask me to watch Les Mis. Because everybody was, like, explaining it to me. Like, no, they literally sing... From start to finish, there's no anything else. It's just singing, singing, singing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not want to so, be part of that. I've not seen the Lane Miz movie because I was kind of burnt out by it. And then Russell Crowe, I just heard him sing like two notes. And I was like, why the hell are you in a singing movie? And then Anne Hathaway, I just can't stand at all. So I've not really wanted to see the movie. But the play's not that bad. I would just say, like... So when I saw the play, I saw it at the Tuacon Theater. And I just feel like that's such... Like, I just feel like no other rendition of it will ever top it. Because it was amazing and it was so great. So if you get a chance to see, like, an actual play of it, I would say let's go watch it. But, um... 
like it's but don't expect it to knock your socks off like it's good it's a good play but don't don't think it like it's like for the producers it's better in my opinion like i like the producers better yeah but um that being said beauty and the beast is at two con this year and we should go because that is one of my favorite musicals you keep saying this word tuacon and i have no idea what the tuacon is feel like are you just being an audience member or are you for serious right no, now like i've heard everybody talk about it i've heard people describe it but i'm like i have no clue what the tuacon is all i know is it's it's in the south and it's like 10 years by red rocks or something 10 years of marriage and you finally pull this shit on me well everybody's like oh it's so okay cool. okay so they flood the stage yeah okay, for little okay. And i'm like shh, i can't shh, picture it in my head shh, for those who don't know, uh, sorry, I had to. I, I, I could, had to. I'm perfect lying to smash your nuts with my. I know, right but now. I had to because you were so. That was. But stop! What you did. Well, stop talking when I'm talking. <laughs> gosh, commercial break. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I am trying so hard to be nice on you to these things because I just sound like a bitch every time we record, and I hate it. I hate editing because I feel so bad. But I'm such a mean wife. But you try to get under my skin. At least admit it. Well, that one I did because I felt like I didn't get to talk very much during that whole thing. And so I'm like, well, it's my turn. And they're like, oh, I'm talking. I'm talking now. It's my turn. So that was the only reason that I felt like I needed to drop you down a peg. Do you listen back to these episodes at all? Never. If I do, I, I like will turn it on my phone and I'll let it play, but I don't listen to it. Hmm. Anyways, so for those of you who don't know... The Tuacon is this theater in St. George, Utah, and it is just so beautiful. It's, like, surrounded by red rocks, and it's an outdoor theater, which is really amazing. Um, and there is a, two, a high school, like, right next to it, and it is, it's just, like, a performing arts high school, which is super awesome. That's not to say that the plays there are all high school. It's, like, actually, like, people get like it's professional like they pay people to act there mm-hmm. and um shoot someone from dancing with the stars was performing one time when i went to see my grandmother took me to tarzan that was my senior trip that's another thing i could bitch about on here but anyways my grandma for my senior trip took me and my best friend and we went to see tarzan and i think it was hawks from so you think he can dance um but he wasn't there that night and we were kind of disappointed but it was fine but tarzan was freaking cool because yes they can flood the stage which i don't know how to explain it there's just a stage and then they just like put water on it and it was just really funny because they had the stage flooded and then the next scene tarzan was supposed to light a torch on fire but because the stage was wet he couldn't get the fire to light so he just had to improv it, and I was just like, man, I bet there's some non-theater people here like, that thing's not on fire, what are you talking about? <laughs> so he's like, ah, I made fire, and it's just a stick, like nothing. But well, I don't think I've ever been, because I've never been to the Hell Center Theater either, and I think that's the, the other big one in Utah. Yeah, there's two, <clears throat> um, and I don't know if, about the one in, I think it's Straper, only been to the one in like Provo Orem and it's a round theater which again I don't understand how you like it just blows my mind because there's like there's no backstage because it's just Mm -hmm. but yeah I've seen Beauty and the Beast phenomenal and um Christmas Carol I see like three times there so yeah Let's let's save up some money and let's go to Beauty and the Beast this summer. Can we? Just me and you. We can leave the kids because they would suck in a play. Arya might. The oldest might be fine, but the baby would definitely suck in a play. I mean, you've gone to the plays that I've had to go to, so. Yeah, I think you owe <laughs> me. But no, Beauty and the Beast is really good. They have this song that just gives me shivers and... Oh gosh, this is something else I need to rant about in another episode. I'll just I'll just call this our musicals episode. This will be my musical because we're basically getting into all the nitty gritty I wanted to. Um, no, no, my kid's not gonna listen to it. 
I don't know if he will. He's a shooting the shit. He should. They should know <laughs> our format by now. But um, oh, there's this really beautiful song that gives me chills, and I was really disappointed with the Beauty and the Beast movie because they're like, we're adding new songs, and I thought for sure this song would be added to it, and it wasn't, and I was pissed. It's a song. It's right after he yells at Belle, and she leaves, you know, mm-hmm. um, and he's just singing this song, If I Can't Love Her. Um, then let the world be done with me. And it's just so beautiful and emotional and just like literally my favorite song. And so when it wasn't in the movie, I'm like, we're going to sing about the effing furniture being human again. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I get it. You're miserable and you're prisoners too, but I don't know. I was really disappointed with the (coughs) the Beast movie, but that's a topic for a different day. We're here to talk about really anything since our casual. Yeah. Casual Friday. But I could talk musicals all day. Anything you want to talk about? Um, Is there a Batman musical? You know, there might be. There's like a Shrek the musical. There's a very Potter musical. They made a Spider-Man musical. Did they? Yeah. I don't know how long it ran for, but I think the dude from U2 wrote the music for it. I don't know how good that is because I'm not a big U2 guy. Oh, June third. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. We can't go tomorrow. Is that the only? Is that the last day? Mm, I hope not. I'm gonna be really sad if I missed out on Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't. I think I watched like half of the live action one, but I was like, uh, I kind of feel like I don't know. I. This made me a terrible theater person because I've never, like, super into plays. Like, I'd much rather watch a movie than a play. Well, I think it... I don't... I, I think... <clears throat> I don't think you've gone to, like, good plays. If I'm... Like, because I think... I can't think of any high school play that was good. Are you telling me Bunnicula is not a classic? I don't know what the F you're talking it's about. It's Bunny Dracula. Bunnicula. <laughs> Okay, anyways. um, (laughs) How was it? Did you enjoy it? We were weirded out because I took a... Wasn't it puppets? It was one puppet. Everybody else was live action, but there was one puppet and there were two people in black spandex working the one puppet. feel like you're explaining Dracula musical from (laughs) Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It was very similar, except their their faces were also covered. Um, But I took... So I was taking this theater class because I needed to have that credit. And then the for the to get credit in the class, you had to at least see one play during the time of the class. And I procrastinated it so hard because I didn't want to see a play. Um, I was going to go to a high school play, but then I just didn't. And then my mom was like, this is like your last chance. This is due next week. And this is the only play I can find. And it was Bonicula, and I didn't want to go by myself, so I dragged McCade. And he was even less into theater. <laughs> and I'm like, let's just go freaking watch this. We went to the movie, and we were like, this is so weird. We went to the play, sorry. We went to the play, and it was like, what is going on? Because we, we're not play folk. No. Like, we don't go to plays. And so all of a sudden, these dudes are walking around in black spandex working this puppet. And I'm like, are we supposed to pretend we don't see them? Or are they... <laughs> but... I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like, it was it was my, enjoyable, but it was very, like... I want to say it was towards more for, like, children. My non-theater friend went to Les Mis with me, and there's a very raw, emotional scene. And, uh... Jean Valjean's really just burying his soul into the audience, and I am all emotional. And she turns to me, and she's like, Isn't this so weird? If you would have woke up, and he's singing over you, wouldn't you just start laughing? And I just looked at her eyes full of tears i'm just like shut the hell up i'm watching this like <laughs> don't go to the theater with non-theater friends <laughs> okay so Benicula, and then what else have you seen outside of what have we saw richard the third richard the second oh richard the second who what? does them out of order he <laughs> did richard the third first did he i don't know that's just the joke and something rotten oh i don't know um what else have I seen? 
As long as I've been married to you, that's the only one we've ever gone together, was Richard II. And it sucked. Well, yeah. it didn't suck, but it was, it was funny. I saw, like, when I was younger, I watched High School do Sleeping Beauty. Um, yeah, I don't... <clears throat> I'm not a big play guy. I just don't know if you've seen a good play. Like, I feel like if I took you to a good one, like, I don't think you'd... Oh, and Narnia. I saw Narnia. Is that a high school one? Yeah. See, like, I went and saw Little Shop of Horrors, and it was a high school one, and I ended up just walking out. But then there was, like, a bunch that I saw with my friends in it, so even if it was shitty, I didn't notice, because my friends were in it, you know? Uh-huh. Like, they did You Can't Take It With You, and How to Get Rich, or How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Um, my high school did Princess and the Pea before, it was before I was in that high school. They did Princess and the Pea, and that was such a good play. Like, it's, like, not talked about how good a play it is. What's that word? Like, under-appreciated? Underrated. Underrated. It's such, it's a really good one. Could be underappreciated. Could be both. Yeah. Me and you watched, uh, it was on YouTube, but it was for a class. Um, shit. What's the play? She's the man based off of it. Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night. And it we was weird because it was steampunked. Yeah, because she had to for work. So we watched Twelfth Night. Or school. And then we watched... We did watch Hairspray. The whoa, musical. whoa, whoa. Don't sell me out. I was just talking about your schooling. Oh. Um, watched Twelfth Night, and then we watched Richard II. I made you watch the complete works of William Shakespeare Bridge, though, right? Yeah. Because I feel that. like you can't talk Shakespeare without watching that because that one I would take over any Shakespeare play any day I'd probably take something rotten over any Shakespeare play any day oh something rotten is just the best though like a play that and that's what sucked is I was going to Southern Utah University and they're they basically have a whole section just dedicated to Shakespeare they have such a boner for Shakespeare they're so horny for Shakespeare down there and I don't like Shakespeare like I don't it's not that great I'm not gonna say I hate it because like, I don't, I don't hate Shakespeare. I'm just like, because I like Macbeth. Like, that one's cool, old Scottish. But I didn't, I really didn't hate Richard II. Like, it was interesting. It was really informative, but I'm like. It was just long. I'm not going to have, like, the funnest time. It was like, it was, it was like okay, we're going to tell you about this dude's life and what he did. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Good for that. Um, Twelfth Night was relatively funny i like 12th night it just depends i didn't like the one we watched because they tried to make it all steampunky which i was like yeah why but like i've seen 12th night i've seen a couple shakespeare plays because i i was a theater kid but um yeah i don't think shakespeare's that great so living in southern utah um or cedar city specifically where they're just they love him so much and like have whole like, they have buildings named after him, and they have a whole festival named after him. Like, I would love they to... they built a theater that's supposed to be identical to the, the Globe or whatever, wherever he performed his plays. Okay. And I would just love to be a producer more than anything so I could get... I actually did see the complete works of William Shakespeare Bridge in Cedar City, which I thought was funny, but it wasn't really a, necessarily a diss. You know, so I would love nothing more than to be a producer and perform something rotten. So I could get all of Cedar City singing, God, I hate Shakespeare. Because, like, the minute I saw that title in their song list, I was like, yeah, I'm going to love this play. Well, and then they turned William Shakespeare into a douche. Oh, my gosh. I love him so much. And, like, because they have on their, like, little signs, um promoting whatever it's like the bard.com go to the bard.com or something the bard i can't remember and all i can do is just think it's hard <laughs> it's hard it's hard to be the bard and then i'm just singing something rotten the rest of the time i'm in <clears throat> cedar city but oh if i had money i would produce something rotten down there just to be like yeah shakespeare's not that great <laughs> but yeah gosh oh, now i want to watch something rotten Thank you. Well, you can watch it one of these days. I'll probably turn the music on and listen to it while I fall asleep. And I'll be singing it all day at work tomorrow. That's fun. Be a massaging the guy. Yeah. 
Start singing a song called Willpower. <laughs> I get our daughter singing that one, and she does the hand gestures with me. <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't know. I've seen them, like, in movie form. Like, the producers. I like that one. That's probably one of my favorites. It's a really good one. It's really... Just relatable, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, one. and now that I'm an accountant, <laughs> it's about an accountant helping a guy distill $2 million. Through uh, a play that flops. Yeah. So they choose the worst play, the worst actors, the worst directors, and it's just so great. I know we've talked about it before because uh, it's about, it's called Springtime for Hitler. I know I've definitely sang that, I think, during the Patton one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it's so great. <laughs> well, that's what, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But I'm like, it would have flopped if a certain thing wouldn't have happened. Like, yeah. It would have just completely bombed. But then, yeah. That's a good movie. Fun movie. It's great. Nathan Lane I it, and Matthew Broderick. Like, it, I don't know how you don't appreciate those two. They're freaking legends, so. But I feel like... When it comes to musicals, I always feel like Phil from the Rugrats in Paris. Yeah. When they go to that play. Yeah, he always got to sing. Yeah, he just like sits there and the girl starts singing. He's like, I hate when they sing. And I'm like... But yeah. there's some good songs. I got... I don't know. I guess I just... I was just a theater kid. And so I just always wanted to like marry someone that would just sing songs with me. And I did not get that in this deal. I tried, but then you're like... I don't know what's next. And I'm like, how do you not know what's next? How would I know what's next? Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of how I always felt growing up. I'm like, I don't... I think... And it sucks now as an adult. Because I... It'll still happen. Like, because it's a very kids... Kids programming has music programmed into it. They're like, hey, we're going to throw... We're going to throw songs in this, and then we'll be watching Paw Patrol. And then out of nowhere, they'll just start singing, and I'm like, what the hell are we watching? Like, why are they singing? But some songs are so cute. And I don't know, maybe it's just my daughter that makes me think that, because they have, like, the shake your tail and hop, 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 which is, they don't sing every episode, so I think it's fine. And then, like, the friendship song, she always sings, and it just, like, melts my freaking heart. I love when we're just sitting there and she just starts singing we're friends and I'm just like yeah. yeah. Well it's like that I and I don't mind the ones where they're like are actually a band like playing and they're like hey we're gonna do the talent show. I'm like okay that's fine. But it says like it, I don't know it just throws me off when I'm like just watching a regular episode and they're like just start singing and I'm like wait what what just happened? I don't mind it but. But then I think about something rotten when the dude's like They'll just burst into song, and the other guy's like, well, aren't they going to think that's weird? And he's like, amazingly, they won't think that. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love musicals, and I didn't intend for this to be a musical episode, but here we are. I How do we even sing. start on this? What? How do we even start on musicals? I don't know. It's been a long, been a long episode. And it's, it's funny, because first couple minutes in I'm like I don't know how we're gonna have the energy to like fill this full episode and then someone brought up musicals and I'm like well well and it's it's funny because I had like stuff I wanted to talk about at the top that I was like oh yeah because we were talking about um we were talking femme woo that was the last episode but I started this when we were talking about Crash that's what it was we were talking about Crash and then I'm like yeah, all these new games, not new games, all these games are getting remastered, and I'm like thinking, oh man, I want to play Tony Hawk, like get mm, the Tony Hawk remastered. That was remastered. another like, good nostalgia game. But, so the other day I was on my, uh, this is why this popped up, I was on my Amazon Prime the other day, and I started listening to The Offspring's new song, and then I just kind of went down the alternative path, and songs start popping up, and I'm like, how do I know this song? And it'd be like a song from Tony Hawk Pro Skater, one of the one of them. And so I like added it to my to my playlist, 
And then all of a sudden more songs start popping up from Tony Hawk. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, do they know? Like, I mean, they, they have to know. But I was just like, so funny because I just like started adding songs and like songs that I don't necessarily like. But they have just nostalgia because they're from Tony Hawk. And so I'm like, I'm going to listen to this song because it used to be from this video game. And I'm like, like there's one song I got and I just like keep listening to it. I'm like, it's not that great of a song. But I just, I remember loving that one on Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like whenever it would come on, I was like, oh yeah, I love this song. And then I'm listening to it and I'm like, it's not that great, but, you know. And because I, I don't know, I just think it's funny that Everything, all these new video games I'm looking forward to, every one of them so far is a remake. And I mean, I guess there's that one Pokemon one that's coming out that's not really a remake. But then I'm like, I was showing you today in the car, but you didn't really know what I was showing you. Um, Nintendo has already announced their E3. So that's what I was showing you. Nintendo's got their E3 planned for June like 13th or something so it's coming up soon and that's when they show all the new games so they're going to unveil all of their new games and usually all the video game companies will do it around the same time so we could possibly see if they're really going to release Crash Bandicoot The Wrath of Cortex remastered because that was the rumor when because we played it and then we found out like oh this is the wrong one so I googled it and I'm like hey Google, is this game going to come out? And then I was like, well, in March 2020, there was a, a, a leak from, probably from like Activision or somebody that showed like new games coming out and it had the Wrath of Cortex remastered. And I'm like, okay, well, if that one comes out, then we'll have to get it. But I'm just like, they'll have to throw it in with something or otherwise they'll just have to sell it for like 10 bucks because I'm like, nobody's going to go and like, pay 30 bucks for one game i mean you could like we probably would i still i still want to get the spyro that one i didn't pay like a whole lot like i don't think ever like i think i played that in the time when i was like too young to know how to play video games so i just kind of like dinked around but like i just loved it and thought it was so fun i think i played a few levels but like not like crash not like crash where like me and my birth dad and my stepmom like sat down and played you know like but i'd still like to get it because it's just i don't know it's just such a pretty game like and i know i'm saying that it was in the era of polygons and mm-hmm. anything but pretty but i just remember like i don't know just something about it was so pretty to me so i definitely want to get spyro again yeah well i'm like thinking all these games that are coming out and a lot of them are if they do make the wrath of cortex Later this year, they're making the Skyward Sword remake is going to be released for the Switch. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, that's like our first year of marriage was Wasn't that? Skyward Sword and Wrath of Cortex playing in our Spanish Fork house. I don't remember playing the Wrath of Cortex. As, like, I more associate our first year of marriage with Skyward Sword and Lego Minecraft, Pirates. Lego Pirates, <clears throat> and Fable 2 and 3. Mostly three. I played the shit out of three. Yeah. I've tried to go back and play like one, but I just can't get into it. Everybody's like, it's so weren't, good. I'm like, it is good. Like, I'm not going to say. Weren't they redoing one? Or they already did redo one? They did redo it. I ended, I downloaded it on my Xbox. Is it any good? It's like the game is really good. I think I just didn't know how to play it the first time through. So I just kind of like point A to point B. But the story's really good. You find out about a lot of the characters that show up in later games, and you find out about, like, the Heroes Guild actually exists in Fable 1, or in, like, Fable 2, they're like, the Heroes Guild's gone, all that's left is me. Like, I, I think... I did play a bit of the first one. I think I made it to just past the first town. It just... It seemed like 90% of it was tutorial at least what i played which yeah the, f- the first like 10 hours of the game is tutorial. yeah and i think that's why i was really like just turned off about it and then you finally get going on your way and then you go into this town they're like oh we're keeping all your weapons so basically you got to start over from scratch and you're like are you freaking kidding me i just started playing like yeah finally got to where i am and now you're like 
At least buy me dinner before you fuck me. Yeah, it's... it's Because it's like... Every game, you know, because... The first Bioshock. Super amazing story. But after you play Bioshock 2 and then Bioshock Infinite and you go back to Bioshock 1, you're like, this game's unplayable. Because the second one and the third one just made the controls so easy. Like, the game is just so smooth, so... You just flow right through and then you go back. It's the same thing with Fable. Like, Fable 1 is so clunky. Fable 2 is a little better. Fable 3 is, like, super easy to fight. And so you go back to Fable 1 and you're like, oh, man, this sucks because I can't do, like, a combo. Like, on the other ones, you can do, like, sword, 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 gun, and you'll do it right then. But it's like, if you want to pull out your bow in Fable, you have to, like, stop fighting, pull out your bow, and then you can shoot. It's more realistic, probably. Probably more realistic, <laughs> but it's it's frustrating after playing the other ones. But so the yeah, so Zelda's coming out. Um, new Pokemon games. Tony Hawk came out earlier this year, or was it last year? I can't remember. Maybe last year. Yeah, it's been out for a while, but I just couldn't remember if it was twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. I thought it was this year, but um, but yeah, I got Spiral Mike. I read this book. Tyler talked me into reading this book about Nintendo. And when all the console wars started, like PlayStation and Xbox and stuff, Nintendo hung in there because what they did was they would release old games on new stuff and none of the other consoles could do that yet. It was like, PlayStation, we've got Grand Theft Auto and we've got, you know, Xbox, like, we've got Halo, but they didn't have anything classic. And then, like we'll just say Super Nintendo when you bought the Super Nintendo you could buy the game that had like all of the old Mario games it had like four or five Mario games and you could buy that but then it's like Xbox can't do that PlayStation can't do that <coughs> but do you sorry I inhaled some spit <coughs> but do you think that kind of holds Nintendo back at all because I mean you think Nintendo you think Mario and all that stuff but they don't ever release anything new yeah it's just like, oh, yeah. we got a new Zelda game, but it's like, well, but it's still a Zelda game. Yeah. Oh, we got a new Mario game, but it's still a Mario game. Like, well, I think that's what's hard. Is like, it's the same thing <coughs> with, with movies now. Is For every new movie, you'll have like three or four sequels come out and then a new movie. But it's like, I think, I'm hoping that it's just because right now everything's so weird that it's like, okay, well, we're not going to release this movie because it's new and untried and everything and everybody's super still super nervous about going to the movie theater so like we're not going to release this movie that nobody's ever heard of and whatever and like a video game like okay we can either release this new video game that nobody's ever heard of nobody's ever seen or we can release another Zelda that they know a million people are going to buy yeah and so I'm like it's kind of it's kind of both like it's really it's not great for the company because you're like, okay, all I'm getting is rehashings of old games. But, like, I'm still... It's like you said, you want Spyro. I just bought... like I didn't just buy it. I bought it years ago. I bought the uh, Ratchet & Clank collection for the PlayStation 3. This was before PlayStation 4 even existed, so... Long time ago, by the Ratchet and Clank, and it came with. You were playing that the night you met me. <laughs> it came with one, two, and three. No, I was playing Ratchet and Clank because they had Ratchet and Clank Future, one, two, and three. After Ratchet and Clank, one, two, and three. So I was thinking I was playing the Future trilogy, which I played before the original trilogy. Which, I don't know. I don't think it mattered. The devil's in the details. Anyways. There's some games you just don't. Like, we just beat Crash Bandicoot 3, but I don't feel like we missed anything from Crash Bandicoot 2. You know? We tried playing 1, and I did not like 1. 1 very much pissed me off. We can go back and try it again. But... Well, 2's got a lot of vibes from 1, because I'm, like, waiting for upgrades. Yeah, that's what like, sucked. Ah, it's like it, I'm not getting any. Like, it puts you in a scenario where it's like, well, double jump would really be useful here, but then it's like, well, you don't get a double jump until game three, so. Yeah. But two's, I don't know, one I'm not happy with, and I'll go back and try and replay it because I own it, but yeah. just a little bit we played, I was like, fuck this, let's go play three, and... We had a ball. We now we're playing three. two, and two's not that bad. Like, yeah, it's... Like you said, it has the same vibes as um, 
first game, but like I think it's more similar to three and four than yeah. one. So, so I don't know. Like, what do you think? Do you think the fact that everything coming out is either a remake or a sequel is like terrible? Or I remember having this exact same conversation with you at least two other times in our marriage, and the first time, I guess I shouldn't say marriage, was when we were dating, and it was like. Yeah, everything is a sequel or a prequel or a remake. And it's like, are we just running out of ideas? Are we only, like, can we only have so many ideas? Is this, like, like Charlie with the keys. It, they can only have so many combinations. Is that what it is? Or is it just that, like, nobody wants to take a risk and, like, produce a flop. So it's just, like, safer to do a mm. franchise where, like, even if it flops, they're still going to get the theater money of people paying yeah. to go see it. I think that I think it's just people playing it safe. They're like, I need, I want money. I think this is why I have such a hatred, not hatred, but just a disinterest in movies is because, like, I feel like I worked at the movie theater at a really great time when there was a lot of great things coming out. And then, like, shortly after, it was all the, it was the prequel, sequel, remake era. And so now I'm just like, well, there's nothing ever new. So, like, I don't want to see anything. Because even, like, the stuff that's new is just, like, in a way, remake. Like, that nobody, I think you wanted to see. Like, tell me that's not just any, like, Liam Neeson um, movie, you know? Like... Liam Neeson, or it's, like, a softer version of other movies. Because there's, like... Or what's that other guy that gets typecast? Jason... Statham. Jason Statham, you know, like, or the Bruce Rock. Willis, like, or, Rock. yeah, like, it, it's gonna be the exact same movie, but different face, different names, you know, like, it's gonna be like, it's another John Wick, but it's not John Wick, so, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, yeah, it's... We say that a lot on the show, when we don't, when we finish a sentence and then it's better, we just go, I don't know. I don't know. If you, if you listen back, you'd probably notice. I don't listen back, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I have to go to bed. I have work in the morning. But I will say this. Training, and I have to be there all day. If they ever remake Lego Pirates, we'll be the first people on that board. But I don't know. I have training at 9 a.m. until noon, and then I have to be back at 3 you don't like Lego Pirates? I thought that was your favorite. I got so burnt out. Okay, I got so burnt out because you let your nephew play the freaking um, demo demo all day, every day, to the point where I was like, tell the kid no. Like, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> I should be first. But he was always first. And then we finally bought the game and we played the shit out of it to the point where we had stress dreams about it. And, like, it was fun, and I had fun, but I feel like I've been there, done that, and I don't, I'm not rushing to go back to it. I think we tried to teach our daughter how to play it, and it just was a flop, and you tried to get me to play, and I was just like, I'm not in the mood. Because I think at one point, it was either for Christmas or, like, our anniversary or something, I was going to buy you the Lego Harry Potter collection, because they have both games on one. Harry Potter was back when Lego games were still good. Before the voice acting, that was pirates. That's another thing we could. I think the first one about. that I, I think the first one that I got that had voice acting was Lego Batman Two. Or was it Lord of the Rings? Because because Lord of the Rings pissed me off because it was less creative than. So here's why I hate voice acting in Lego games. I'll get on the soapbox before I leave, but um, is the. Without the voice acting, they had to get so creative to convey the plot line. So they do it in weird, funny ways, because it's for kids, but then, like, still convey the plot line. And that was just creative, and I loved it. Then they introduced voice acting, and it was less creative, because they could say, hey, we need to go do this, rather than have to charades it. But then they'd still have to, like, they'd still try to keep the random things in there. And it's like, well, now these don't make sense, and they're not funny, not creative, they're just dumb. Yeah. And then Lego Lord of the Rings, I really didn't like, because they just took audio straight from the movie, and then just played it out. And I'm like, well, now you're not even trying to be creative. Like, 
Lego Harry Potter, I freaking loved it because the uh, scene where Snape dies is called Snape Kicks the Bucket. And he legit kicks a bucket in that dies. scene. I don't think he dies because it's a kid's movie, but he legit kicks, kicks a bucket and falls over. And, like, so the message is conveyed. It was creative, and they didn't use any audio from the movie to show you that. And I loved it. Lego Harry Potter is one of my favorite Lego game franchise. And, yes, Pirates is still up there, but I just... I think I just have too much, like, negative emotion surrounding it that it's, like... I don't know. Well, it's hard now. Cause... Dang it, I said it again. <laughs> Well, the new, the new, um, like the Lego Batman games, I feel like Lego Batman 1 was okay. Lego Batman 2 was awesome, but Lego Batman 3 got so massive, it was really hard to keep, to like explore the whole everything and kind of feel like you were familiar with it. Like I remember playing Lego Batman 2 and I got really familiar with the place, like the whole map, but then Lego Batman 3 was just this huge, like, I don't know, just this gigantic map. I was like, holy crap, there's no way I'm going to be able to memorize all this. And then Lego Pirates just had a hub. Yeah. And, like, a little bit of a world you could explore, nothing crazy. But the new, like, I think the last one I got was Lego Super Villains. Like, DC Super Villains. We never played that game together. Yeah, I I played like the first like three levels I think, but that's the How same about? thing. It's this gigantic, huge game. Let's put a cork in this topic, and we can come back and do a whole episode on Lego games because I am so tired. I gotta get to bed. So does that sound like a good idea? Sure. Cool. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, I'm surprised we dragged this out for as long as we can. So we hope you were entertained. Uh, had more energy than we did. At least me. I've been Panda. I've been Brady. We can't wait to talk to you next time. And we love you. Who are you, Pendulette? Who the fuck is Pendulette? I'm so tired. Look at that spike. <laughs> Just shut up.